going on, everybody? Welcome once again to Matt and Brett Love Comics, the show where we take comics and talk comics with comics. This is one half of the name of the show. This is Matt. <laughs> if it was this Matt, and I'm Tabree. Tabree and Tabree. So I'm I'm Brett. That didn't... That, that could have gone a lot better. <laughs> yeah, our parents could have done a better job of naming us yeah. if they we would have just have, named us Matt and Brett. Yeah, we both have names that have two T's at the end. Yeah. God, we should really get the letter T to sponsor our podcast. Yeah, there you go. What? There you like go. Sesame Street. Anyway. That's exciting! Right. Exciting. we got a big show lined up yeah. for you guys today. Um, we're reading, uh, we're reading. I think, uh, I don't think it's overstating to say it's a new classic. Oh yeah, people love this. People love it. People, People love, love this it. shit. People love this shit. Kids love it. It's great. Kids love it. <laughs> I showed it to my dog, and my dog got all excited. Uh, everybody that gets into it gets into it. Uh, we're going to be reading uh, Criminal, Volume 1, Issues 1 through 5, a.k.a. Yeah. Coward, by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. And joining us today to hang out and discuss it is a uh, uh, comedian, uh, hardworking, hustler, man about town, mm-hmm. uh, Cypher Sounds. That's me. Hello. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm um, great. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. This yeah. is fun. This is where we record uh, the UCB podcast. Yes. So it feels weird to be on the other be allowed <laughs> to talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels weird. Now Listeners you're in the catbird will, seat, man. Yeah. Let's also remember uh, John Frusciante Will Hines, who were on our show episode 50, I think. Yeah, the yeah. Love we, Rockets episode. I was going to ask you about, yeah. was Will Hines on the show? Because he's a comic book nut, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we read, he... We had him on the show, we let him pick what we read, and he was like, reading Love and Rockets. And then, there was at least four or five different emails, like, read, read this one. No, no, that's not a good one. Read this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good, not good. We're going to do this one instead. Cancel. Like, it was so much. All right, this is it. I nailed it. This is yeah, the uh, encapsula- encapsulation of everything that's good about that book. This is what we're doing. We're like, Let's do it, Will. And it was a great episode. Yeah. Um, but you got, you, you're pulling, this is late, right? You gotta get up super no, early. No, no, no. What is your? Because you are. Yeah, you don't what, sleep. I think you just yeah, kind of like lean day? up against a wall for an yeah. hour and then get, get back to it, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, if you don't know me, because I'm locally famous, <laughs> I don't know about that, man. You're bigger than that. You have a verified Twitter account. Yeah. Which is something yeah. I want to get. But I got that early when no one really knew what it was. What, like, how yeah. does it even? Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. what, what do you what do you do when so, you're? So yeah, I do a morning show on a radio station called Hot 97. I have to wake up at 4.30 every day and then be at work by 5.30. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, sleep is weird. But I, I'm always up late, so. And you guys, you guys, like, really, what's great about that show, first off, it's a great show. Thanks. I like listening to you guys in the mornings. Um, I love Hot 97 in general. And um, you guys, you guys, like, really started your show from a podcast, right? And, like, built it into the... Yeah. the, the yeah. Drive time morning show. Yeah, me and my uh, partner or my co host Rosenberg. My boss um my boss put us together. He thought we would make a good combo. Uh but he didn't know how to start the show, where how to where to make it start or how to present it to his boss. Sure. So he was like, just sit in a room and do talk to each other and let's figure this out. And we end up doing this Juan Epstein podcast, which is like interviewing like classic hip-hop artists most of the time it's like kind of legends or like hip-hop legends yeah yeah and we get like in depth like what kind of equipment was dr dre using in the studio that day you know like oh man it's like super detailed super nerdy (laughs) 
Yeah. And um and then we just got we just found our rapport like we just mess with each other and go back and forth and it became like uh the a show which was the Cypher Sounds of Rosenberg show now it's just the Hot 97 Morning show. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you guys seem to you guys seem to have a good time, you know, busting each other's balls on the air yeah. and and uh hanging out and just uh Talking uh, one of the, one of your big loves in life now, which is improv. Yeah, uh, and it's it's cool to hear you um, uh, kind of shout it out yeah, every I once try. in a while on the show. <laughs> in fact, you got <laughs> this was so for those of you that don't know, every year UCB holds auditions for their house teams, and you were interviewing Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and got Snoop Dogg to shout out. Uh, all the UCB uh, Harold team, um, <laughs> not members, uh, like all the people auditioning. Yeah, auditioning. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That was yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just try to tie it in. I'm like, I'm lucky. I'm blessed and lucky to be around all my favorite artists, and some of them are even my friends now. Yeah. So I like try to incorporate them into this new world. I'm like, oh, you guys like hip hop? I know a bunch of hip hop people. Why don't I bring them over here? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. What um. What what is it about? What is it that you connect most with, uh, with with hip hop? Like what 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 is what is that thing that 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 you love? That it's, it's I don't even I don't even know how to explain it. It's just well, basically, I was a lazy kid and did nothing with my life <laughs> until I discovered hip hop. Yeah. At like, I don't know, 14, 15. I mean, I've heard it before that. I had some albums, but like really got into like 90s, early 90s hip hop. And it it just made me want to do that, whatever it was. Yeah. And I just got off my ass. And since that day, I've just been hard working, trying to get some kind of name or, or element of, of, of a living through hip hop. Yeah. Which I do. Great. I can't believe it, but I worked hard at it. And it's just fun. It's not. It's like basically, it's the love for hip hop is the love, the hate for nine to five. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like anti nine to five, which yeah. keeps me going. Yeah. Like I complain. It's a job. Going to work at the radio station is a job. Is a boss. It's human resources. It's managers, sales department, all that stuff. But it's super fun, and I don't have to lift boxes or like. Do you have an eight hour yeah. shift? Like, do you have to, like, hang around after you're done taping? Yeah, we have to prep for the next day and yeah. do interviews and pre-record. But still, like, the latest I'll get out of work is probably 1, usually 12. Wow. And then I have, like, the day. <clears throat> yeah. It's a, it's a tired, foggy day, <laughs> but it's still a whole day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like uh, it's also any job you're going to complain about. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah. Even, like, write, like, I write about comic books all day. It's yeah. like, oh, I have to do another article yeah. about Thor the Dark World. Ugh. But it's like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, wait fun, a second. Yeah. Like, look back. <laughs> yeah, job is a job no matter what. So what was, uh, what was it that you remember, like, first listening to that, like really pulled you in or made you sit up and take notice? Um, Is there an album or a specific track? It was... Um, it was... It was a, something... It was either Tribe Called Quest's first album, yeah. which is very slept on, uh, which is... I forgot the name. With Pat. the... With the uh, uh, people's... Instinctive travels. travels yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, uh, Benita Applebaum yeah. and Left My Wallet in El Segundo. Yep, yep that yeah. album. And De La Soul is Dead. Oh man! Yeah. So that whole um, native what, tongue. Yeah, the native yeah. tongues crew. Yeah. Yeah, that's what really got me like interested. Like just their 
the beats. And then also, um, I was also like in this group called the Five Percenters. Yeah. Which was like, it's hard to explain. It's going to take forever. <laughs> so, okay. So like I read the autobiography of Malcolm X and yeah. that really got me off my ass. And he was in the Nation of Islam, right? right? Which was like a religious group, black movement in the yeah. 60s. Yeah. There was a guy in the Nation of Islam who got kicked out because even though he was in the Nation of Islam, he was still smoking weed and messing with girls and stuff. So they kicked him out. Having a good time. Yeah, having a good time. He was having a good time. His name was uh, Clarence 13X. (laughs) He got kicked out. He lived in Harlem. He started a group which was basically the teachings of the Nation of Islam without the religion. Sure. So instead of looking uh, looking up to the sky... This is getting way too deep. Go for no, it. No, no, I love it. Yeah, we like Instead of stuff. looking up into the sky for God, <laughs> God is inside the black man. Yeah. The original man. The first beings being from Asia and Africa were black and, you yeah. know, you yeah. know the story of the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Earth? Yeah, Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Earth place. issues one through six. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he was teaching those, the, the, the knowledge lessons without the religious aspect. In the early 90s, a lot of rappers and hip-hop artists were part of this culture. Sure. Um, Wu-Tang, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim, uh, Brand Nubian. So as I read Malcolm X and got into hip-hop, the words started to cross. Ah. Yeah. Knowledge of self, earth, uh, sun, moon, and, and stars, and all, all these the gods things. and the earths? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it all started to cross. I was like, is it Muslim? Is it... So then I studied 5% Nation. And that's where Cypher comes from. Because Cypher yeah. is 360 degrees. That's everything around you. And when you get knowledge, you add to your Cypher. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So then... That's cool. So that yeah. all these things are like, as I'm in my like, you know, sophomore to senior year of high school, I was like all revved up, revolutionary and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. after that, I was like, ah, it's a little, all right. It's a bit much. <laughs> but I love the, the learning aspect of it and the knowledge of it. And... um that's what just kept me motivated. Just learning, like it was. It's almost like a gang, kind of, but it's not like violent. Like, like the Bloods and Crips are all about drugs and prostitution yeah. and guns. It was. It was like it looked like a gang. It's a bunch of black kids with Timberlands in New York City. But <laughs> the goal of it was to get knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So like you see all these kids, like these thugs, reading like. These books on the war between Sunnis and Shiites. And I'm just standing on a corner, like, arguing ancient Muslim and Christian battles and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so it was cool. You know, that's uh, that's something that I, just like kind of watching your career and what you've been doing since I, I mean, I've only sort of known you for like the last year, year and a half or so. Um, What I admire about you is, is you're, you're, you seem like you're still always... Uh, thirsty for knowledge. Oh, like, never you are ending. Always, never ending. Always looking. The way I got into improv um, was I told myself I I just had this thought. I was like, I really like learning. Yeah. And I've been in, so engulfed in hip hop for so long and music business. I'm like, there's so much more to learn. Yeah. So I want to. I actually want to learn how to fix a car. I'm going to take a course on like <laughs> basic car maintenance. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to take a carpentry class. I want to learn Spanish because I don't even know how to speak Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> and, and my boy was like, you should take improv because it will help you loosen up with your stand-up. So improv just – he took me to a, a Harold Knight show and I was hooked from there. Yeah. And 
two years in, I haven't done any of the other classes. <laughs> it was supposed to be like, I'm going to take a bunch of classes. Like, I don't need college. I yeah. need to learn what I want to learn. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care if I have a degree. I just like learning stuff. And I've been stuck here ever since. I've been stuck <laughs> here. Well, you, uh, you've... Again, you 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 found you found your way in, and you put your foot down, and you've built up. You've now built this great live show at yeah. UCB too, yeah. called "Take It Personal," yeah. where you have um, hip hop personalities and MCs come up on stage and do monologues at yep. the tops of shows. Mm-hmm. And you guys had a real wild show with Action Bronson, yeah. Um, yeah. that uh, I, I think was maybe my my favorite one. Yeah, of that was them. one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, it's basically, if you've ever seen the ASCAT show, it's a similar model. Yeah. But, um, but the thing about it is a lot of UCB uh, students and fans and improvisers aren't in the hip-hop world like I am, but they, I can see that they love it. Like everyone oh, yeah. talks about it and has it on their phone or whatever. And then hip-hop people have no idea that this improv world exists. Yeah. Like they, they, anytime I say improv, they say, Oh, whose line is it anyway? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So merging the two worlds has been super fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I bring people to the theater who have no idea what they're getting into. Yeah. And they leave with huge smiles on their faces. Seeing improv for the first time is... Good improv. Yeah, Yeah, good improv. Good improv. improv. And you've got a hell of a crew. Yeah. Yeah. At that show, so... I got heavy hitters. It's life-changing. Like, it blows your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost something the same way of just seeing anyone do like freestyle for the first that's, time. That's where it's so show, similar. Like, yeah. There's such an overlap there. Yeah, I yeah. See, seeing stuff made up on the spot is is incredible. And the the monologists that you bring in, uh, what have they said about it coming out of it? No, like, going experience? into it. Yeah. At first, like Jadakiss did my big show that we had for the DCM festival. Yeah. He walked in and saw like eighty percent white people in the audience. Yeah. Like sitting down. If they were waiting for like a Broadway show, not yeah, like yeah. A, I mean, he's performed for white people before, he's not, sure. but like white you know, they're people? like they're like <laughs> yeah. standing up ready for a concert, right? Yeah. So he's like, he looked at me with this sour face, and I've known Jada Kid since he was like probably nineteen years old. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, what's what's this shit you got me?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "What am I doing?" And I was like, "I said, how long you known me? A long time. Just trust me." Yeah. We're just going to talk. I'm just going to interview you and you tell a story. Yeah. He's like, all right. And his face was just sour. Just oh. looked like miserable. Goes on stage, tells the first story, watches the first group perform, comes back on stage like a five-year-old at Christmas. <laughs> like, jumping, screaming. Yeah. Like, he was so happy. Then I was like, so I had like two teams. I was introducing the second team. He goes, oh, I want to, I want to be on the team. He wanted to. I had everybody introduce the person to their right. Yeah. So he jumped at the end of the line. Yeah. So he would get introduced in that line of improvisers. <laughs> and at the end, the second after the second group, he was on stage. Like I could hear him laughing in the crowd, and that theater was big. Yeah. And I heard his laugh. Oh, that's great. And he comes on stage, he's yelling, I want to be, I want to do that next time. I want to do what they're doing next time. It was great. That's amazing. Because yeah. oh, like, when you watch ASCAT, a lot of those people who do monologues have seen improv or done improv. Yeah. And they get yeah. it. Yeah. This yeah. is like putting someone into a black hole, no pun intended. And, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, like Action Bronson, when he did it, he, he jumped on stage with the improvisers. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, and yeah. He jumped into a scene. It was great. Like, and I'm like, I know I have the best people on stage, and they'll be able to handle anything gets thrown at them. So yeah. That's that's exciting, man. It's fun, man. You've got a you, you've got a cool life going on for yourself. I definitely <laughs> do. Pretty great, right? I have no complaints. <laughs> well, I gotta say, uh, I'm I'm very excited to introduce something new to your life. Yeah. As well, today we're reading this now. Do you have any? Do you have any like previous comic book experience at all? Yeah. Um, I. I was really into GI Joes and Transformers. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, so, you're you're with the right people yes. right now. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I would buy all the G.I. Joe and Transformers comics. And you remember they did G.I. Joe meets Transformers? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They blew yeah. up Bumblebee. Yeah. And, yeah, build them as gold. Have, oh, God. You never seen those? I only knew it existed. I never read oh. it. I didn't know they blew up Bumblebee. No, oh, spoiler alert. Oh, okay. I was like, no, I don't care. really? Yeah. Oh, man, He's yeah. You're supposed to say spoiler alert before you say it. Right. Yeah, geez. <laughs> but, yeah, so I... And then, like, um, I, like... Like uh, comic book movies and stuff, okay. yeah, or cartoons. But I never re- really read. I never read X Men or Spider Man or anything. But I would always watch the cartoons. Yeah, but I do watch the um, like the latest Marvel movies, and probably I probably don't get as upset as comic book junkies like you. Oh, but sure. I do get sort of upset, like when they wrap up. They 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 try to. Make it clean and kind of give you a big part of the story in a little. Oh, moment. sure, sure. Like so, they, they definitely. There are definitely some like great stories. Dark Phoenix that they really. Oh, that's uh, not totally. Uh, <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. Dark Phoenix was ruined. Yeah, to, I mean to be fair though, too, there's some amazing stuff. Like Avengers was. The, yeah, uh, we yeah. did an episode immediately after we went to see the midnight yeah. showing of Avengers, and it's mostly him and I just screaming "Holy shit!" Into the <laughs> it was good. Microphone. Oh God, yeah. Like it was accurate. I stood up. I stood up and was. I literally was standing up screaming at the end of the movie. Like oh, that's wow. how much I. Well, loved we saw that it movie. at midnight. We saw it at midnight at like the lows. Yeah, yeah, on like, Kips Bay. At Kips Bay, like Thursday midnight, and with that crowd, yes. it was yeah. like it was like being at a concert because yeah. everyone was just screaming at the top of their lungs. Wow, and cheering. I've never been to a theater that felt that alive. Well, because yeah. all those comic book movies, they start with the. Um, or kind of start with like the origin. Yeah, they all yeah. feel the need. And to it's see like them. it's like we got we know we the know, origin. Yeah, we know on. who yeah, Batman yeah. is. We don't have to yeah. see that origin again. Yep. We don't need to see Spider Man's origin. So like again. the Avengers is like all that's done, taken care of. Yeah. Or only new, but was there someone new? No, Thor was before Avengers. Yeah, right? Thor, yeah. 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 They all so, had their own movies. Yeah, everybody was already established, and then they all came together. Yes. So yeah, you but get... the problem with that movie, I saw it when I was on my honeymoon in Spain. <laughs> yeah. So I don't speak Spanish, right? So, <laughs> so it was uh, in it was the movie was in English with Spanish subtitles. Yeah. But there's a part where Scarlett Johansson, who what was her character? Oh, Black Widow. Black Widow is speaking Russian yeah. to somebody. Yeah. And then the subtitles were in Spanish. Oh no! So I was like. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? What's she saying? I was like, is this a key part? It, it, it wasn't really. No, it wasn't. I figured that was yeah. But, yeah, but I'm just like... At the time, you're saying, like, what's happening? No, we're like, oh, it's in English. The lady was like, no, the movie's yeah. in English with Spanish subtitles. I was like, cool. And then that part was like, oh, shit. <laughs> the subtitles would be in English. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so we, uh, we exposed you to a different type of comic book today than I would say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Much different than the G.I. Joe and Transformers comics yeah. from a while ago. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, this, cri- one, this one's got cursing and nudity in it. Yes. Uh, Criminal was a series, if listeners do not know, um, it's a very sort of hard-boiled crime series by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, 
who are a great team. Um, Ed Brubaker started as like a hard crime writer. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of his specialty. You can tell when you read this book because it is the the characterization and the plot and everything just builds so well. It feels like when I read this book, it felt like watching like a Michael Mann movie, mm. like a you know one of one of his big like, uh, like Heat or something. Collateral yeah. is my he oh there you go right yeah I like uh, Collateral. Collateral's great. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> like it. It just feels like two guys who know exactly what they're doing with their mm-hmm. art form as uh, as I was reading uh, reading this story. Yeah. Are you down with the crime genre? Are you do like like a lot of like crime stuff? Um, like The Wire and... Yes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. How, do, how does this come... How does like a crime story in a comic book compare to like a crime story on TV or movies? I, that's what... That, I was reading it and um, I was like... I was like, oh, I gotta read this for the podcast... I was like, let me just go through it real quick, and I was sucked in, and I was like <laughs> yeah. going through it, and then like I ordered lunch, and I was like eating my lunch like at the computer, like reading it. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was into it. That's awesome. You, you when you emailed me, you were like, oh man, I got to do homework. I was like, yeah, but it's the best homework yeah, yeah, you can yeah. have. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, so, coward. The story arc coward tells the story of Leo, who is a career criminal, um, who's a great career criminal, but will only take a job. If he 100% knows, like, basically, it's it's an airtight plan. Yeah. yeah. Has to be an airtight plan. He's got rules. He has rules. Um, he does have sort of, like, a very, um, like, he has a code of honor, in a way. Um, yeah. Probably the, yeah, he's the most honorable character, I think, in this book, except for... Is he the most honorable character in this book? Uh, I mean, Greta is the, the, the other... Yeah, a... Greta, the woman that he winds up meeting and uh, associating with through the through the rest of the series, is a former heroin uh, addict. Who's that turned her life somewhat around. She has turned her life around. She's got she has a, kid. a daughter, uh, and she's trying to get <laughs> her kid out honorable. of the city. Yeah, I don't know. The bar owner. I, the He's bar owner. Maybe gnarly. Yeah, gnarly. Yeah. The bar owner. He's is he the owner or the bartender? Or the bartender. What's he? Is he the owner too? I think he might be the owner oh, okay. too. Yeah, it's a, it's a small staffed bar. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, you know, it's like he's like Sam Malone. Yeah. But he like, but he like caters to the criminals, so it's like, yeah. What you know? Where is the line? Yeah, yeah. There aren't. Um, and this is what's interesting too. Is this is uh, we read Kick Ass Two on our last book club review episode. And oh, is that a graphic novel also? Yeah. Oh. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And we got really deep into sort of the. We've been going back and forth with listeners too, both on Facebook. And on Twitter specifically about that series because it's so dark and it's similarly dark like this and there's a lot of hyper violence yeah. in it but there are no there really aren't any honorable characters yeah. like there's no honor in the yeah. book whatsoever and it's it's hard to like it's hard to mire yourself in that but there are like yeah. glimmers of hope with these characters well and even in this I don't feel like any of the violence in this is that gratuitous either. Like, it's right. all, like, very, like, yeah, this is exactly kind of what would happen. Like, nothing yeah. is over the top. Yeah. Yeah, so Leo Leo winds up getting pinched during a, a small-time operation. Like, a just a small, one-off thing that he's doing at the very beginning of the series. And he's uh, picked up by uh, Seymour and Jeff. They're two... Two cops. Two cops. Is Seymour a cop? 
Is I I is he? I don't a think so. I, I might be mistaken. Seymour, is, I think Seymour's a. Uh, yeah, that is right. A right? former. I thought he was a cop, but I guess I guess I just thought he was a cop because he showed up with Jeff. Yeah, he's a cop. Jeff right. is a cop. I assume Seymour was too, just because they were together. Yeah. But now, but I was. I remember thinking like Seymour was on that that uh, he was a part of that heist or whatever at the beginning that goes down wrong, right? Yeah. Oh, right. And I was yeah, like, of how does, he wasn't a cop. I was like, how does... I remember thinking of reading this again for like the second time. How did someone who was a part of a heist become a cop? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> I mean, I just read it today, so I'm probably, it's probably fresh in my yeah. mind. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, um, because they, they come to him like, hey, we have an airtight plan. We're going to steal some diamonds. Yeah. And he's like, I got rules, but he eventually acquiesces. Yeah, he he feels like he feels like this isn't a one hundred percent. I can get away with this thing, but the circumstances that arise, he goes against his better judgment and decides to do it anyways. Yeah, for a girl, for a girl, because Greta <laughs> shows up at his door after he's turned them down and gets in oh, his yeah. face about it, uh, and they have a history. Yeah, and Greta's like Greta was, was she also in on that first heist? Yeah. Her her uh, boyfriend, the the father of her baby, was killed during that. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, and and they, the uh, the father, no 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 no, is that the one? His father went to jail for. Oh yeah, his, well his. Leo's father. Leo's father was like the biggest pickpocket ever. Yeah, but he did he go to jail for killing Greta's? Boyfriend? He went to jail for killing somebody. Who was it that? Well, it's found out at the very end of the first thing you find out that Leo actually killed someone and his dad went to jail for him. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Like his dad took but the rap because Leo did it when he was a kid. Yeah. Right. I Who think did he kill? Why is all this dad. there's a lot of characters. Why is this all escaping my brain? Yeah. Well whatever the reason uh, Greta, her boyfriend was in on the job and he got killed, so she I guess she guilted him. Yeah. To yeah. taking this job. Yeah. Because she's like, I need you gotta take care of my kid. I'm yeah. all alone. Yeah, and what what I what I really love about the opening of this story too is like you get these characters like immediately. Yeah, it's really and, and there's so few words. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's it's like it's it's so easy to read. Yeah, nothing nothing's like sort of they don't beat you over the head with the information. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. there's a lot of information that just comes out through conversation in the story. Like you find out. Um, when Leo goes home, that's when you meet uh, his dad's old friend, Ivan, Ivan, who is a heroin addict that Leo has been sort of holding up and taking care of in his apartment um, by hiring private nurses who um, he is... Who don't have enough patience with him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, that's a hard... He's a, he's a hard... They say like what he... Oh, I, like Leo says something really funny. Him. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he he's... thinks he's 30 years old, so he's constantly trying to bang them. It's almost funny, but it's not. Because he's actually, like, 80 years old or yeah. something, and a yeah. heroin addict. So, like, yeah. you could see, like, a different writer, a comedy writer could get some gold out of that, out yeah. of that situation. Like, a heroin addict, 80-year-old man who thinks he's a 30-year-old. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty funny. But, like, the, the book is so noir. Like, it plays it with the realism and the yeah. drama. And I think it's really... Whereas Kick-Ass would definitely play up the comedy of it, which I think is where Kick-Ass falls short. Not to yes. keep bringing up Kick-Ass. Um, yeah, and you know it's because uh, that's such a that's such a, like a heightened character too, like the eighty year old heroin yeah. addict. It sounds like an SNL audition yeah, character, exactly. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kristen Wiig. I'll be doing Billy yeah. and an eighty year old heroin addict. <laughs> um, 
I also, to speak to what Sypha was saying about how, you know, there's so few words and, like, their characters are drawn so richly. I think, like, you don't even see Ivan all that much in this. That's but true. from, like, the two or three times you is. see him, you know exactly yeah. who he is. Yeah. It's all done so succinctly. It's really great. Yeah. Um, once they get to the end of that first issue, he's, you know, he's in. We're, we're, into, we're into the heist plot. And then we get this, we get the heist. We see why Leo is as highly regarded as he is mm-hmm. when we get... Again, it's sort of... It's a very, like... Uh, it's it's an amazing heist issue. Like, they... Yeah. He has everything set up pretty much perfectly yeah. until it until it goes wrong. Well, until the cops turn on it. Yeah, turn yes. On. Yeah. Uh, well, because, the whole thing was... The, the whole thing was uh, a sham. Uh, yeah. yeah, because it, it wasn't, wasn't diamonds. diamonds. It wasn't diamonds at all. They're going after drug lord's heroin. Yes. <laughs> like, that's... That's I think on the list of things you don't want to steal is probably. But aren't they stealing it to give it back? Yeah, it was the because guy... they fucked up. They fucked up a previous dirty deal, right? Yeah, and this is now evidence, and they're trying to stop the evidence from getting to the courthouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> a lot of layers. Not I would it. not be a good criminal. <laughs> There's yeah. so many layers. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I feel like when I when I read or engage with like any. Like fiction story, you, you, I, I kind of try to put myself in their shoes and be like, oh, "Could I do that?" And you know, uh, you you read you read a story like this, and it's down to earth and realistic. But I feel like this seems like I would have a harder time doing this than I would fighting like a sentinel yeah, if I thought like, about yeah. it. Right? I'll <laughs> get, like, get some zombies or something. Yeah, Except, yeah. Like the plan they come up with is like we're going to drop off a car, say it's out of gas up front, and then we're going to. Well, no, the day before, they started tracking that there's so many moving parts. Yeah, he's yeah. super meticulous. Yeah. yeah. He was planning and why they know he'll get away with it, where most people would just try to just hold up the truck. Yeah. He, like, plans it perfectly. Yeah. And he even plans for them turning on him, which they did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he got away. Oh, yeah, that, that was even one of the things they said. Like, we got you because we knew no matter what, you would get away. Yeah, and that we could we could find you and get what we need, even if you get away. Because we yeah. like we so that like it was like there's so many also like layers of double cross. Yeah, it was like yeah we even knew you were gonna do that. It was like an octuple cross. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I have a hard time just planning my day, <laughs> let alone a heist. Right. I want to say, what did we think about the? Uh, this is in New York, isn't it? Because like that's obviously it, like it, a that looks like an above ground train. Was station. it New York or was it Chicago? Oh yeah, it might be Chicago. Do they say? They never say. Uh, I don't know that they do, and I just assume Chicago because Brubaker is from that area. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was saying like the the epileptic, the guy who is epileptic, so therefore he knows how to fake a seizure. Like his scam in the first yeah. issue, where he like fakes a, a fakes a seizure and then yes. cons people like I don't have insurance I need $95 to go to and he says yeah. like I do this every day yeah. and people don't would have any of us ever encountered anything like that in New York City or would you fall for it no I don't fall for any of that stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he does it on the same train every day how's that work guys yeah. I well I was walking to work uh, two months ago and I was I was heading to the train and there's a clinic on one corner near the train in my neighborhood and there was uh there was an older indian man he looked like he was in his like mid 60s there was a wheelchair sitting sitting there empty and he was laying in front of it on the ground eyes open thousand yard stare just like 
like staring forward and no one was doing anything. And I was like, this dude looks like he's like dead or something. So I walked into the clinic and I went, Hey, um, there's, and they said, Oh, there's a gentleman laying on the sidewalk out there. And I said, yeah, she said, the, the woman says, don't worry. He does that all the time. Because he wants us, he comes in here all the time insisting that an ambulance take him to the hospital. And when we won't call him an ambulance to take him to the hospital, he does that until someone calls 911. Wow. And takes him to the hospital. But he's just like this old hypochondriac that insists on like, I don't know if he's trying to get uh, like... Jello? Yeah, Jello. He needs (laughs) Jello, man. (laughs) Jello. He likes Jello and apple juice in like (laughs) pudding cups or however it comes. They have cable TV. That's true. That's crazy. Um, I feel so. I feel like I don't know. I might. I, I'm worried that I would fall for that at least once. I mean, he says like these people Maybe do it once. Every yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it is Chicago because they say the L train. Yeah, okay. like and in Chicago they yeah. call it. Yeah, the L yeah. train, like elevated. Yeah. Um. So so Leo winds up getting away with the heroin, and he and Greta wind up escaping to his old. House uh, out on a farm in the middle of nowhere, basically yeah. not the city. Yeah. Um, and he takes Ivan out there with them, and this is his safe house. No one really knows that they're there. And there's there's a period of rest in the story after this high action with this with this big heist. Well, Grit is injured. Right. Yeah, she got shot in the stomach. Right. And she gets. She gets sewed up. She's fine. Yeah, which is why which is why he brings her with him in the first place. Yeah. Like he usually is the person that escapes by himself. Yeah. Like you don't bring any. That's one of his like principles. Yeah. And he's he breaks one of his rules for a girl, uh, and uh, and they come out. She comes out there to recover, and uh, and they. It seems like they sort of start to have a thing. Yeah, did we all buy the thing? Yeah. The relationship? Oh, oh, the relationship? Or like, yeah, like the two of them getting that close. What did we think? I mean, I believe, I buy it, I buy it, I don't necessarily know if it's a relationship, but it's definitely two people uh, getting intimate after like an intensely emotional yeah, situation. Exactly. Like their emotions are running high and then he's nursing her, so there's... A lot. Yeah. There's a lot of chemistry happening that I could see them. It's like the up. end of the movie Speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She which, even warns him against it. Yeah, yeah, which is why Speed Two should have never happened. <laughs> yeah, right. Or at least well, it was they... on a boat. <laughs> it was on a boat, <laughs> but like a boat. <laughs> with leeches. <laughs> yeah, and Willem Dafoe. Come on, come on, guys. It's Let's Speed, just, but on a boat. Just talking about boat. Speed Two Cruise Control. For yeah. the next 30 minutes, please. <laughs> Why really? wasn't the movie just called Speed Colon Boat? Speed Boat. Oh. Guys, come on. Or just Speed Boat. Speed boat. Just, just yeah. go for it. Speed Boat. If they could have gotten Keanu Reeves, would they have still been a couple, I guess? Of course they wanted Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah. I mean, of the two of them, whose career was hotter when Speed 2 Cruise Control was coming out? Oh, Keanu yeah. Reeves. Like, Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick had some stuff going on. But he's always... I don't know if he's more choosier in like the roles that he takes, but he doesn't... Do you mean of Jason Padgett or of Sandra Bullock? I think of Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. Oh, I thought you were talking... Oh, no, like, if the studio was like, we... Ugh, like... Well, they originally wanted Jason Patrick for Sandra Bullock's role oh, in Speed. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Sandra Bullock was, like, white hot. 
yeah, coming out of speed. She had yeah. while you were sleeping? Yeah. Right? <laughs> now, 15 minutes about Sandra Bullock's filmography, please. Right. Um, love potion number nine. Love yeah! Miscongeniality. <laughs> Miscongeniality Miss 2. That's right. Um, yeah, I totally buy Greta and Leo's relationship. I think um, they had feelings before. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like, you, you know, don't show up at someone's door and scream right. in their face immediately. Like, she knew where have... he lived and no one else knew. She figured it out. So yeah. There was someone. Oh, yeah. They had something before, but she was with that other guy, but there was, like, some attraction, I think, or something. Well, it was, like, five years, right, in between that yeah. initial bad, that initial bad shake? Is that, that a phrase? Job gone wrong. Job gone wrong? Mm. It's a bad shake. JGW. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wonder if, like, they probably, like, hung out some of that five years. Who knows what could have happened? Yeah. Uh, and also, she points out a really cool thing. Like, the name of this arc is Coward. And but at first, uh, you have all of the, like, the crooked cop and... What's his name? Sure, the Jeff and Seymour. Seymour, you have them be like, "You're a coward because you have your rules, and you won't just like you know that that makes you a coward. Yeah, you won't like stand up for yourself." And she points out like, "You also won't admit that you have feelings for me, or mm-hmm. you won't commit, or you won't like love anyone because you're also a coward in that way." Yeah, which I think like the fact that their relationship brings that out of the story too is also like, "Oh, there's so many layers to his yeah. cowardice." Yeah, and in a way, I mean, this entire. The, the 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 story really is like one of the larger themes of it is is Leo coming face to face with how he's decided to live his life and you know actually looking at it and trying to figure out whether or not like is is living your life only by rules that allow you to survive truly is living, really living yeah what are the what do we do any of us have really weird rules. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. Like, how Leo has all of his, like, weird rules about being a criminal. Do any of us have, like, weird rules that we live by? I mean, like, I don't eat lettuce. I don't know if that's a rule. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like lettuce. That's probably not what I'm talking about. No, Um, I have have rules. Um, But, like, I've loosened up a lot lately. Yeah? But I used to have really crazy rules. And then after I started improv and going to therapy, I realized that I was living some kind of closed-off paranoid life yeah but um i'm very careful about like uh like people like knowing my address or coming like like ups deliver like i didn't order anything why are you knocking on my door yeah i i pretty much don't answer my door unless i know somebody's coming a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah i hide yeah (laughs) that's the thing i don't know if like moving to new york has done that to me but if you ring my doorbell, I am ducking yeah, no, all the windows. Yeah. If I don't know who you are, it's over. Guys, I had a friend. Um, I had a friend who... So I had four friends. Two of them each lived in apartments right beside each other in Williamsburg a few years ago. Yeah. And um, one of the guys was sleeping in the apart- in, in the uh, the left apartment, we'll yeah. say. Uh, and he hears something and wakes up and was like super groggy. It's one in the afternoon and, uh, and there's this dude in his apartment and he just went, uh, what's going on, dude? And the guy, the guy goes, oh, sorry. Um, there was rumor of like a burglar in the area and like the management sent me over to like check to make sure he wasn't like in the apartment and what? My man was so groggy that he went, oh, all right, and, like, went back to sleep, and the guy left his apartment, walked out of his apartment, 
broke into my other friend's apartment then and stole his uh, computer, like uh, a couple hard drives, uh, his Wii, Jeez. PlayStation, bunch of stuff, and um, and when my friend came home to find out that his apartment had been burgled, like our friends that were their neighbors was like, he was like, oh yeah. This guy came into the apartment today, oh my and, God. and the guy got into the guy got into the first apartment because the first guy's roommate leaves his door unlocked Idiot. all no, the time. No, no. They had two doors into the apartment. You don't leave your door unlocked. No, I am. Yeah. So we all have our rules. We got rules. We got rules. Yeah. So could you see yourself in Leo, like reading this, like all of his rules and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you I wish that Leo had taken improv classes? Like, <laughs> no, no. I <laughs> wish he would have followed his rules. Yeah, <laughs> I wish he would. I like rules. I like structure. Yeah, and he didn't follow his rules. And throughout the whole story, it's like, oh, I broke my rules. Yeah, and then at the end, he's like, oh, I broke most of them. I'm just gonna go all out. Yeah, yeah. Break all of them. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. You know, it, it, it's. It's interesting too because like the more involved or like the more you get involved with you do need you need stru- structure is important because if you don't build some type of structure for yourself like you're going to have a bunch of balls in the air and you're going to have no idea how to keep everything balanced yeah. and you know here's a guy here's a guy look at how much he planned in that heist right like if he didn't have structure there's no way he thought his way around every and part even of that the heist, heist even in the heist he says he wished he had more time because there was certain things that he would have looked yeah. out for. Yeah. Yeah. But well, he trusted yeah. everyone to do their job, but then they turned on him. But he would have had his his little uh, checkpoints or uh, his checklist to see if they really did do their job. Yep. Because his big, his big like, uh, red flag was the fact that Jeff, the crooked cop, had more crooked cops on the mission. Yeah. yeah. He did not get to vet. Like, he did not know who they were. Right. Which I feel like is... That's probably, like, the biggest rule he broke. Like, right then he should be like, nope, out, done. Like, yeah. if you're not going to let me know who these guys are, background yeah. check them, or, like, uh-uh. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like if he had just been, like, that should have been the biggest red flag. Just yeah. be like, no, I'm out. Like, I'm not doing this. So then... So well, yeah. I, always, I always have this theory, like, <laughs> the way I would handle things, yeah. Yeah. the movie would be over in five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. it doesn't work. It has to go that way so that the movie yeah. gets good. Yeah. Because yeah. then it'd be like, oh, I'm not going there. And then but... just go home. And then the movie's like... <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he... Cause, cause the like, movie's called Good when Decisions. He, when, yeah. he, when he was... When the, when the guy Jeff brought the other crooked cops, he uh, Leo's like, I don't know them. I don't want to work with them. And they forced him to do it. He's like, fine, I'll do it. And then he goes, uh, either you let me do this or I walk. Yeah. Me personally... I wouldn't make that proclamation. I would just walk. Yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah. when I go, oh, you know what? Fine. I'm going to get a pack of smokes. And I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. off for cigarettes walk, and never came Just walk back. off. Yeah. And I'm not going to say, if you don't let me do this, I walk. Because then they'll be like, you know what? We're locking the doors. Now you're not walking. Yeah. You no, know, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, should man. Should have been over right there. Should, this should have been like an eight-page... Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I never like. I go, why did he do that? I'm like, oh yeah, because the story has to continue. But the story ended faster than I thought. Yeah, like they, I could have swore the way I saw the story going was years later. He gets um, 
Greta's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And then trains her to get revenge for the, her mother's death. Which would have been pretty cool. Right? That's how I saw it going. And then when it ended the way it did, I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty quick. <laughs> they track him out to... They track them out to the farm. Yeah. Uh, while Leo is back in the city. Yeah. Jeff Sherman? Seymour. Seymour. I'm always going to get, like, nerdy S name. Yeah. I'm just going to yeah, keep yeah. saying all of them. Uh, they all go out to the farm while Leo's gone, and they... Just they kill her. Like yeah, they don't show her dying, but he gets back and she's already dead. Yeah. And in between there too, Ivan, who because he's out on this farm and has been away from heroin for weeks, uh, starts to kick and gets in, is starting to get clean, and discovers yeah, discovers a whole bunch of uncut heroin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Jeez. ODs gets yeah. busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it all falls apart. Really fast, and Ivan returns, or not Ivan, rather, Leo returns to just a hell scenario at the at the farmhouse. And this is when we see Leo turn into a complete badass. Yeah. Um, yeah. He gets, I mean, he gets revenge. Like, he tracks down the, the super, like, the hillbilly, bumfuck-looking dude who is working with the drug lord... He tracks him down to the motel. They've also they've kidnapped Greta's daughter. Things are going horrible. Yeah, Drug Lord Delron. Drug Lord Delron. By the way, by the yeah. way, we'll mention. Uh, and they have this really great fight scene out in the front of the hotel, where like the big guy, uh, like hits him in the head with an ice bucket. Yes. Punches him through a window, like, and it and all then, comes. Oh, it comes down to this really great thing where Leo gets out his knife. Like the he one... steals the knife from the, from the oh, yeah. headset guy, yeah. Because he's a pickpocket. Yep. Yeah! Ah, so he's like, the one benefit of a painfully acute memory is once I'm shown something, I always remember it, always. So I remember where to cut a man, which arteries will make him bleed out quick. And he just like does a cut at the neck and a cut at like, like the groin, I guess. Like, well, yeah. The, the thing where like, if you get your balls pierced, you want to miss that vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had, there was a human being that I knew in high school that was called Ball Pierce Barry, because Barry ball got his balls Pierce pierced. Ball Barry. And we're all like, why did he do that? You know, anyway. Everybody knew Ball, everybody knows a Ball Pierce Barry. <laughs> Weirdos in Tennessee, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, what I, there's a, there's a speech right when he goes into badass mode, um, where he turns on Jeff, and he's sort of talking about why he doesn't want to kill anyone, and why he keeps all his principles and everyone says, you know, uh, you know, you're a coward, you're a coward. And Jeff can't believe that, uh, that Leo was the guy that killed Teague Lawless, which is yeah. what put his dad in prison. Uh, and he turns around and says, that's what I've always been afraid of, you stupid piece of shit mm-hmm. of what's inside me. And then yeah. just pull, puts a bullet between his eyes and... Yeah. Oh man! Do you get like um, this? Me being s- not into comics as much as you guys, but do you get like some kind of Incredible Hulk vibe from that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah! You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, he hulks that. Yeah, yeah, man. Like Avengers, yeah. like like uh, D- uh, David Banner, uh, Bruce, Bruce Banner. Banner. Yeah, yeah. David, David, David on the old TV show. Right. What yeah. the fuck is David that? David Banner. They is thought Bruce also... was too gay of a name in the '70s, so they made him David Banner. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's literally it's the. There's a rapper named David Banner. And David Banner, Banner, the... the, Yeah. So it is Bruce Banner. Yeah. And they made it in the old series, David Banner. Yeah. Yeah. Now his name in the comics is, like, Bruce David Banner. Like, they made one of them his middle name. Yeah. So they, like, make it all make sense. Um, Yeah, he's, like, all his whole life, he's just trying to stay calm and control. Yeah. Because he knows what's going to come out. Yeah. 
That's yeah, it's really great. Oh man. And I was just like, oh, he just. And then he said, I like the part because he said, the guy he killed, what was his name, Lawless? Yeah. Oh, Teague Lawless. Yeah. His brother is the one who taught him how to cut those arteries because he was a soldier. Yes. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's a super <laughs> twist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did he use those skills to kill Teague? Yeah, and then and he got learned from from his brother Rick. We see all that, don't we? Or we see yeah. we see that like the uh, the second arc of criminals called Lawless, and it's about the brother. Yeah, coming oh, really? back from the yeah. war. Yeah, to like check out. Like he comes back to like investigate. Um, I believe it's to investigate his brother's murder. Right. Yeah, I know. I, I'm pretty sure I liked Lawless more than Coward. Really? I think. Oh man, it's been like it's been years since I've read. Oh, so mentioning Rick in this book. It it has a point. Yeah. To like that's another yeah idea. yeah because like, like every, it builds yeah. on itself. Every yeah. criminal story is like this, where like you could just read this yeah. and be fine, right? But like these side characters then become the stars of like the next oh. arc. Yeah. Uh, so is it after this book? Or? I think it's, it's set before. Isn't it like in the seventies or something? A couple of it's them. It's been a are, while since I read it. They, I think they jump all over the timeline. Yeah. I think yeah. I've only read the first three stories. Wow. I think there's like five or six now. It's yeah. It's cool. Um, so he. Uh, Leo rescues uh, Greta's daughter, and then he gives him he gives her to gnarly. To gnarly, he takes yeah. her to to Undertow, and Undertow is a, 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 like a recurring bar throughout. the Yeah, entire I, I series. got that. The yeah. way they yeah. set it up, the way they spoke about it being um, like a safe haven. Yeah, and yeah. they said like there'll be criminals that hate each other, but will sit in that bar and not have any problems. Which is, I, yeah, you know what that game. is, right? What? You know what that is? What? That's Wohop. Do you know what Wohop is? No. You don't know the Chinese restaurant in Chinatown? Wohop. Oh, Wohop. Down Wohop. in uh, down in Chinatown, yeah. yeah. On, on thinking Mott Street? Yeah. Wow. Wohop is an unspoken rule because there's always cops in there. Yeah. And there's always late night drug dealers in there. Yeah. And they don't fuck with each other in Wohop. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, I, it's a rule. I've wanted to Cops have there. told me. That's cops have told amazing. me, like, yo. If you're in Wohop, you're you're clean. That's uh, now they'll I, be I like, want to eat there twice as much. There's cops. You know, there's like cops in uniform, and then there's definitely some mafia guys yeah. or some like just Brooklyn drug dealers. Is it also like, good food? Oh good food? yeah, okay, it's good food. <laughs> oh yeah, it's <laughs> like want to make rated sure. like the best Chinese yeah, yeah, yeah. in Chinatown for sure. It's great food, yeah. See, that's like I don't to me like that is an AMC drama I want to see. It's like that the people that run like Wohop, yeah, and like. I don't know, like, oh, we're in the middle of this. We have to hope that everyone always keeps the peace. Because, you know, there's probably one asshole out there Oh man, not going to keep the peace. You don't yeah. want to be that asshole. Let's, let's ply out this. No, I'm still, I mean, yeah. yeah. If somebody pretty... acts up, the yeah. cops will react. But I'm just oh, saying, yeah. like, you look at certain dudes and you're like, that guy's grimy. Yep. Wow. Yeah, there's That's a table amazing. full of cops. Yeah. It's like a, this weird nexus in Chinatown. Oh, man. Matt and Brett listeners, if you are in New York, <laughs> go to Wohop. Downstairs. Downstairs. Yeah, not upstairs. Upstairs okay. is good food too, but yeah. it's like more like during the day and it's a little more like cl- cleaner and family restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Downstairs wow. is the grind. Family's up top. What, yeah. What's going on below? Oh, man. Jeez. Love uh, it. So then uh, Leo goes and he infiltrates the giant like... Basically, the, the so he gives the daughter to gnarly to, to like gnarly. that's it. He's gonna raise her. Well, well, he 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 gives her to gnarly because he's going to do this. Right. He's Who's like, the woman? Watch her. Who's the black woman? 
Oh, that he sits with. Oh, oh. His, that was that was his old friend from school, right? And she now works as a. She's in also. She's also IAD. What is IAD? Oh, internal affairs. Internal affairs. Oh, internal affairs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's give he gives her some info about the cops, right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they meet at that diner and Yeah, she's the one that told them like they got you because they knew you would get away. Yeah. Well, yeah, so she I wonder I'm sure she probably becomes a main character in a future arc, right? You know I've only read the first two? I've read the first three and I can't remember. Okay. Listeners who are super familiar with Criminal are freaking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just contact mm. us. We're going to get some messages. Let us know mm. how. We'll get some DMs. Do you get like hate messages? Like, No, we don't. You know, oh. we don't really get How do you not know this, jerks? We've, we've, gotten, we've gotten a little bit of that, but it's not as bad. We okay. worry about that, I think, a lot more than it's happened okay, so okay. far. Yeah. Uh, because comic fans are very are, are notorious. We're, we're a notorious lot for being meticulous about details. Right. Obviously. Uh, story yeah. details. <laughs> Yeah, and most of the time we will record an episode, and I'll sit at home and be like, "Wow, no one called. I was totally wrong about that." And that episode went up, so either nobody's listening to our show, or people are cooler <laughs> than I thought they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We pretty much just wing it, I think. Yeah, just gotta wing it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does a really cool badass thing when he goes to the compound, where he just like sets. Leo does. Leo does, where he just like sets the was it the Hummer? Is it a Hummer? Yeah, yeah. He sets it on fire, and then walks up and is like, "Hey, uh, that." Car's on fire. Is that your car? I yeah. love that. It's yes. such a cool moment. <laughs> and the two guys on guard just, oh shit! Like, yeah. freak out. That's yeah. awesome. So who who writes this? What's his name? Stein? Uh, his guy, his guy's name's uh, Ed Brubaker. Ed Brubaker writes it and then the other guy illustrates? Yeah, yes. Sean Phillips. Because okay. yeah. he's pretty good. I've, I thought maybe you made me read this one because there's some urban elements to it and I thought maybe because I'm from the Bronx you were trying to like typecast me. No. But um... <laughs> He's pretty good with the with the hood slang. Yeah, oh, really. Yeah, because there's one part. I think it's this where he goes the V Royals V. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, that's pretty good. Okay. I, I, Touche. Love it. Touche <laughs> is not the right term. I just like saying it. I like Touché. it. Yeah. It, doesn't, <laughs> I like it. it doesn't work where I just said it. I just like saying the word, <laughs> and I know it's not supposed to be said where I said it. But it ends with an accent, and it yeah. accents a statement yeah, so like well. It's I just like... always throw it in. Touché. How did the uh, touche like coming from like reading you know like I don't know like GI Joe and Transformers comics like the art on this is a much different style of art than like you know, mainstream like yeah superhero stuff like no, this is much more like dark and gritty like what did yeah. you think about uh, Sean Phillips's work in this Oh, I think it's great. Um, it was the, the, um, I, you know, I read it on the computer and it looks really vivid. Yeah. Like you can see like detail in the characters' faces and how they look and yeah, how the expressions. the expressions, yeah. Oh. And also like the brushwork too, because even just like looking at like, like the shadows on their faces, they're not like clean. They look almost like dabbed or something. Like there's yeah. like a texture to them that, you know, you can probably definitely... And I don't like when people do artwork and like, like try to make it look too real oh yeah you know what i yeah. mean like yeah. i want it to look like like artwork like yeah like, like colors and painting or whatever like and i understand you have to make the expression and their faces look a certain way but i like like the weird colors and stuff i don't like it look don't draw like a perfect human face or just yeah. otherwise and just get actors yeah <laughs> yeah there there are people that that do that and there are like the the posing and stuff winds up just literally looking like people yeah. posing instead Stiff. of actually like they're in motion <laughs> yeah. or like 
You know, and that's definitely not the case here. Like, Sean yeah. Phillips is a guy who knows... It's an old Stan Lee rule. He used to tell the artists at Marvel that the the Marvel style of drawing was if you were gonna if you were gonna show someone like getting socked in the face, you either draw it as like the characters all the way back in their yeah. wind up, or has all the way followed through because oh, yeah. that's where the like the most dynamic movements right. are. Yeah. And like it gets you the most movement in yeah. a still you image. You definitely get that on the page where Leo like stabs at uh yeah. the big guy like you already like he's his knife is already connecting there's already blood spattering yeah. and the guy's yeah. face is already reacting to it which yeah. like his face there like his eyes are just like bugging out like <sighs> i mean he's dying so of course they are but yeah. like it's it's crazy how but you know what's great about that it, what's great about that idea too is it, because it's a still image like you have to fill in the movement in your head yeah so it pulls you into the story more right. And it, it helps you sort of tell the story in your head and like it makes you like it forces you to visualize that action so you can literally visualize it as whatever you want it to be. Right. And like I like that because there's some of the stuff with Leo is his dialogue. Yeah. But then I guess some of it is like his inner dialogue or his like Yeah, yeah like his inner kind of? monologue. Yeah. yeah. And um Will Hines, uh great uh, improv teacher. Friend of the podcast. Uh, uh, he told me to read this certain Spider-Man issue to help me with improv because he's like every couple of pages Stan Lee will say that's because in a former in a past issue Spider-Man did this yeah yeah. you know and it was like yep. he's like when you do improv throw those little bits of information in there wow. like the editor's yeah. notes yeah. yeah yeah to fill in the background or like to yeah. inform your partner yeah of what you're doing and I was like wow that's... I love that how have I never had him as a teacher <laughs> I've had Kevin twice. Oh. I've had Kevin once. I haven't had. Is that they're both great? No, they're yeah, definitely. Yeah. De- it's not like because the they're same. brothers; they have similar styles. They're totally different. Oh yeah, they they have they have completely different approaches, and it's it's awesome. I think to like sit down with both and pick yeah. their brains. In we need to have because... both of them on the podcast. Oh, we've yeah. had Kevin on a bunch and Will on once. Yeah, we, I just uh, want to Kevin... watch them argue about Spider Man. We should do that sometime because okay. we, we, we have to. Kevin. Kevin writes reviews for our website as well, uh, and you know um, he's a lot of fun to talk to about. He's into comics. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, um, he's he's a big Spider-Man guy, um, a lot. Well, we're almost at the end of it. Uh, I mean, like the last, like it, like as you said, it like wraps up pretty quickly. Yeah, like, I, I did not expect. That. <laughs> like he goes, he kills uh, Jeff. Well, no, like he Leo gets shot to hell. Yeah, yeah, he gets he gets shredded by uh, he gets shredded by Delron, right? No, is it? No, it's by Jeff. No, oh, no. you're right. Or Ro- who's Royale? Ro- Royale? Oh, Royale, right? I don't remember who shot. He, him. Well, I mean, like Jeff just like goes. I mean, Leo just goes there and in there and just blows the drug lord, who I think is Royale. Yeah, Royale. He just yeah. blows him away. Right. Uh, so and then Jeff on the next, got him here. Then on the next page is like a shootout, and Leo oh, takes yeah, out most yeah. of them. But I think like and Jeff is the one that connects. Jeff goes back up to his squad car to like call it in. Yeah, yeah. and Leo goes up there and just shoots him, and they both they both die. <laughs> yeah. They both just die. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love I love the last exchange when they both go down. You know, um, like Jeff asks him why he didn't just run, and he says, you know. Those were your cigarettes. You burned her, and he's talking about Greta. Like yeah. when, like he knows he knows oh, that it was Greta like Greta was dead. Jeff. Oh, I didn't get that part. Yeah, like Je- Jeff was. 
uh, it was it was Jeff, and you know he's not gonna let that guy get away. Yeah. He also says like this... I broke too many rules. Yeah. Like he broke too many rules. I just you know like there was no turning back for Leo. He had just gone too far. And it was yeah. Like, and wow. everything he did was for Ivan. Yeah. So once Ivan was gone, it was like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like the book like takes away everything he like was staying alive for also. Yeah. Because you get the impression from the start of the book, he's not living the most happy life. No. And it's not like he's rich. Like, no. He's still he's... doing like little pickpocket, just to yeah. pickpocket scams. The I really love that la- the last page. The, the inner monologue as the police are showing oh. up is there's a siren in the distance. Like a song calling me just, home. Whoa. There's really a siren, siren literally the outside wow. of our building right now. <laughs> wow. I think of Greta, how she'll never hear that call again, but this song is getting louder, starting to scream at me. I can't be here when the song stops. I can't be here. But like I said, dying, dying is harder than killing. Just my luck. That's intense. And just my luck. Last three words as a SWAT van and the police squad cars pull up. The lights are flashing. They're all jumping out of their cars. And there he is, just this small guy bleeding out in the doorway of this drug den. Yeah, and uh, everyone's dead, too. Yeah. They, they, they won't know what happened. Yeah. The cops no. won't know all this stuff that happened. This no. reminds me of the end of Burn After Reading, the Coen Brothers movie. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, the end of it, where, like, J.K. Simmons was like, so what was all this for? And they're like, I had no idea. Like, it's because everyone had died. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I imagine that, like, yeah. you're following the cops back to, like, well, we got there. A lot of people dead. Yeah, but he's definitely dead, right? I, I think so. I don't think he's come back. I don't know that he does I either. Can't. Like I said, I know the the second arc. The second arc starts when uh, the other lawless brother finds out while he's still um, in the it? military yeah. that his brother Vietnam or something. Does oh. it say? No. Uh, let me look real fast. I have it here. Um. Mm. So they like Dude. interconnect. Is this the first one? Yeah, this is the first one. This is the start of the uh, the, the criminal dynasty. Because they show his dad for a second. Does his dad have a book? Yeah, too? I think so. Or he's in that second one, isn't he? Jeez. Oh, but his dad has a really groovy uh, haircut. His dad, <laughs> his dad definitely looks super. So yeah, he looks like a super seventies dude. You know, nice I don't mustache. know that they ever say what war. It was. It might be keeping it all vague. Yeah. Um, but he, like, like his brother spent, like, a year and a half in military lockup because of an incident that happened while they were out on a mission. Oh. And when he comes out of lockup, he, founds, he finds out that his brother was killed oh, yeah. while he was in lockup and no one told him. Oh. Um, Looking on the yeah. back of this, I see that this uh, criminal, this storyline, won the Eisner Award, which is like the Academy Awards of Comics for Best Writer and Best New Series. Yeah. So. Yeah. Brubaker, Brubaker does a really great job, whether he's doing, because he writes a lot of superhero stuff, too. Like, he's written the Avengers before, and he, he does a lot he did, of stuff he did, in Marvel He did Universe. about an eight-year-long run on Captain America. He's, he's done the, the most, book. he, does, he yeah. did, like, the most... Uh, most well-regarded run on Captain America in a long time. And the movie that comes out in April is based on his story. Oh, yeah. So that's like The a, next Captain America movie is going to be called The Winter Soldier, and it's based on uh, a story that oh. Brubaker yeah. did. He was at... He was apparently at San Diego Comic-Con last summer and was, like, walking around the floor, and someone, like, tweeted or texted at him. They just announced 
the new Captain America movie is going to be called The Winter Soldier. And that was how he found out and, oh, wow. like, started freaking out on Twitter. Like, could like excited. Wow. was like, yeah. I can't believe that this is amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. The thing that yeah. he wrote is now going to be a giant major motion picture. Yeah. And I think, they, I think they've, like, taken him out to the set and stuff. And he's, like, he's read the script. He says it's really good. Like, they've... Awesome. You know, I don't know if he'll see any money for it because of the weird way that Marvel's rights are handled. Yeah, but sure. they're at least, like, making him feel welcome. Yeah. And, the, and, like, yeah. Steve Epting, too, the artist. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we all, I mean, we all enjoyed Coward, right? Yeah. yeah. I loved it. <clears throat> Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thanks for thanks for taking it on and, and picking it up. Um. Yeah, if you, I think if you keep following, if you ever felt inclined to follow this guy's work, like he he does really he does a really great job of of characterization and making sure uh, all the characters in a book have their own voices and yeah. you know um, there's a he lot of really... especially like the two of them together like Sean Phillips is like his main collaborator yeah yeah so yeah if that if like this is your specific brand of Brubaker the two of them work together a lot they're working on a book right now called Fatal. Which is another like dark noir crime thing spanning over a couple of generations, yeah. except it has like this like fantastical H.R. Lovecraft like demon thing at the center of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Only, yeah, I'm only a couple issues in, but it's nuts. They're like, like Brubaker and Phillips are great, but it's like when you see like uh, uh, a Tamanik and Casey. Yeah. Do an improv separately, and then they do two man movie together, yeah. and you're like, oh my god! Yeah. I like to think that they're like the Macklemore and Ryan Lewis of comic books <laughs> to you know to tie it into yeah, hip hop. Ryan right? Lewis gets shitted on, yo. <laughs> Nobody even says his name. It's almost. Yeah, it's funny. The cause... only people that say Macklemore and Ryan Lewis are Macklemore and Ryan. Yeah, Lewis. yeah, <laughs> and just Ryan Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that guy doesn't. He he doesn't get anything. It's it's always Except Macklemore. A ton man. of money. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. Sure. money. Oh yeah, he's getting paid. But you know, he's like the good looking guy. Yeah, he's like better looking than Macklemore. Well, Macklemore yeah. is only like twenty nine or thirty. Like oh he, really? Yeah, but he from all the drugs that he did yeah. and yeah. maybe being homeless, he looks like he's about forty. He looks beat up. He's got some. Yeah. Um, I don't, guys, I like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Oh no, their music's great. I don't know. Yeah, it's I incredible. Don't know. I'll, 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 I'll go, I'll go, to, I'll go to, I'll go to them. I'll go do the mat for them. You go to. The, I'll go to the mat for I them. Then you said do the mat. I was like, what the hell? Start stumbling mat? over my words. I've oh, been okay. decided to be English for a second. Oh man, I love it. <laughs> and I can't get into something else now. Why did you do, do it? This? There's so much. I'll, I'll lend you, I'll lend you the books if you want to read them. You should. No, you, you never should lend books. What? One of my rules. Oh, there it rules. is. <laughs> there it is. If I lend you a book or a DVD, yeah. I know I just gave you a gift. Yeah. And uh, I go and buy another copy for myself. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, there I just, you go. So right. if I lend you a book or a DVD, thank I mean, I don't want you to know this, but now you know, like, I'm giving you a gift. Yeah. yeah. I, don't ex- I don't even expect it back. I love it. <laughs> uh, we've covered rules. We've covered rules. new areas of interest. Mm-hmm. We've yep. covered Wohop. 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 Big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, Saifa, thanks so much for coming on the show, thanks man. Thanks for having me. It was great. Absolutely. Uh, it's plug time. Feel free to plug, plug away. Time. Yeah. Plug At away anything you want to. Uh, really, only thing I plug lately is my show which is uh, 9 p.m. 
Uh, 8.30 for black people. Uh, don't laugh, guys. I'll be racist if you laugh. Don't you laugh. Don't, uh, no, do, it. don't do it. Don't do it. UCB East, which is 3rd Street and Avenue A. It's uh, called Take It Personal, the hip-hop improv show. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Cypher Sounds. And uh, please come to that show. It's my favorite thing. It's my, my baby that I'm working on. And it's going to take me uh, far, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Cypher, you're a guy whose uh, passion is infectious and it bleeds out in everything that you do. And it excites oh, the other man, people thanks. that you work with. I hope so. And uh, we're more than happy to have you on the show today. Man, man thanks. Yeah. Tell me when I can come back. Hell yeah. 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 Is uh, there a Wire comic book? What's that? Is there a Wire comic book? No. No. Should be. Maybe. Yeah, they'll get to it eventually. Definitely. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll adapt it. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in purchasing Criminal 1 through 5, aka the Coward Story Arc, please visit mattandbrettlovecomics.com and buy it through the Amazon links in this episode's show notes. Um, any purchase that you make on Amazon through our online store kicks a little bit of money back to us, so thank you in advance. And while you're at mattandbrettlovecomics.com, check out our back issues like comedians Alan Sarzinski and Kelly Hudson talking about We 3 and their appearances on the AMC reality show Comic Book Men... Or the time that comedians Siobhan Thompson and Jeff Garlock talked about Savage Dragon number zero through three. Oh, man, that was an interesting episode. Uh, guys, we love hearing from you, and we've been loving interacting with you guys on Twitter and Facebook. Please tell us what you think about this or any past episode on our website or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash theylovecomics, or mattandbrettlovecomics.tumblr.com. Get them feels out. You can find links. If you, you can find links to all of our social media presence under the Who Loves Comics tab. On our website. Most importantly, guys, you are our best best spokespiece. Most importantly, guys, you are our best spokespeople. So if you like what you heard here today, rate it and review the show on iTunes. Tell your friends at the shop. Um, just secretly grab their phone and download an episode and be like, hey, what's like this that. weird thing? Just, I like that. Do you that. listen to that and tell me what you think do of that. it. <laughs> uh, as always, thanks to our producer, Benjamin Ugrieb, for doing everything that we don't know how to do. That's right. Thank you for having all of the rules. Mm-hmm. He does. He's got a lot of rules. Uh, guys, we will see you next week with another new chat episode. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, thanks again to our guest, Saifa. Yo. Yeah. Uh, and until next time, this is Matt. This is Brett. And we love comics. Yeah. Yeah.